21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. Yeah, so... so I, Are you launching uh, any product? Yeah, so what happened five, five years ago, I was on a podcast and I generated around 900 leads from that. Like, wow, uh, 900 leads. 700 leads in three days. Like hot leads? Yeah, very good. And uh, it was on podcast, uh, what was it called? Um, Entrepreneur on Fire. Mm. And, and then I realized, holy moly, this podcasting thing is just absolutely amazing. So, but then I, I started doing some other things in my life and I didn't really have need, much need for leads. You know, uh, you probably read in my, uh, in my bio that yep. uh, I'm the founder of Entrepreneurs in London. So I get tons and tons of leads through there. So I've gotten, gotten away from it. But now I have one book coming out very soon and another one coming out quite soon after that. And I just have a lot of different trainings and mastermind groups. And I've kind of prepared for it for a long time. And I, I knew that, okay, around May, I'm going to hit the button and then go out on tons and tons of podcasts because it's, it's, been, it's been the best way to market myself that I've ever tried. Sometime in the morning. Amazing. Your mastermind groups, are you calling them mastermind groups or tribes or both? Jump into the rain like a baby. Uh, both. So I have both masterminds, but I also have, uh, you know, Entrepreneurs in London, which is a meetup. Um, and then we have some smaller, more exclusive uh, tribes, if you will. You are founder of Europe's biggest business meetup group, 27,500 members. That's amazing. Yes, indeed. Indeed. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's been pretty amazing. So what happened was I, I started my first business when I was 21 and... Um, Went bankrupt really, really quickly. And that was a pretty horrible experience. Uh, and then failed in another business. Yes, we are talking a lot about our sales activities from the entrepreneur perspective and our ups and downs. Are there any in your case? <laughs> there are more than two. <laughs> it, was, it was absolutely horrible to go through that first um, bankruptcy because my my uh my parents told me don't start a business you're crazy to start a business you know and then when i failed with them they, you know they were there pointing their finger and say yo we told you so we told you so you're crazy right <laughs> um and so that was tough so you, you, but you I, but were not synchronized with your environment with the context not. you were no, immersed into completely completely opposed for me to go into business um so but but you know what i knew Back then, I knew I was going to be a successful entrepreneur one day because I loved it. How did you knew on an emotional level, or yeah, it was just emotional, just knew, level, like, yeah. intellectual level, visual everything. level. It was everything. just everything. Yeah, my like, level. You know, waking up in the morning and feeling like, my God, I'm I'm in control of my life. I can do what I want. It was just, it was just an amazing feeling, right? Amazing feeling. So I struggled forward, failed, 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 failed for 14 years, and then. Uh, reached a point where I said, okay, my life is just not okay. I can't stand this anymore. And um, I, I, I drew a serious line in the sand and said, okay, now I'm ready to do whatever it takes. No more, no more excuses, no more running away from things I'm afraid of. Excuse uh, me, always... Patrick, can you give us some examples of your excuses? Not, not picking up the phone when I need, uh -huh. need to make some sales. Uh, not, you know, 
being being frozen in uh, perfectionism frozen. around making presentations, right? You know, instead of instead of going out and making presentations and getting business done, I was just like, oh, I need to tweak the presentation, make it better and better and better and better. And so, um, so yeah, I had, I had these perfectionistic tendencies oh, okay. and just didn't make sales, just didn't pick up the phone because I was afraid of the rejection. Yes, it's a verbal no answer. Yeah, and it was it was you know it's it's still not nice, but you know now it's just oh it's okay, never nice. It it just doesn't really matter. You just go on to the next one, right? Yes, and you are on seven hundred leads uh, in average by podcast. But please continue. So, so sure. So so again, so I drew, I drew a line in the sand. I said, this is enough. I've had enough. Uh, I'm going to do whatever it takes. And then uh, I actually became quite successful very, very quickly after that uh, and literally retired. What does it mean very successful for you? Um, that was that I had the freedom to do whatever I want, whenever I want, not work a lot. Uh, in fact, I, I pretty much retired you know, by the age of 36 uh, and, and start traveling the world. I lived in the Caribbean, in Spain, in the U.S., Canada, uh, all kinds of cool places. Um, so yeah, there was basically the, the choice to do whatever it is that you want. Just don't know what to do. I don't know how much longer I can go on. I don't know. I don't is it like make money online or something similar? Uh, that business was a network marketing business. So a direct, direct selling organization with 10,000 people. Uh, mostly in Denmark, a little bit of Germany, and England, the U.S. Uh, but um, but yeah, it's, it's it's the it's a direct selling network marketing, a multi-level marketing distribution model. Do you still believe in that model at the moment? Yes, yeah, Africa is open and Asia is open, and there are millions oh, it's a, it's of people. It's a great business. It's a great it great business. Still, I've, I've kind of stepped away from it for a while uh, and more train and, and coach people. But it's an incredible, it's incredible industry that has changed so many people's lives including my own due to the gdpr law we have are you still covering europe yeah yeah of course of course of course i mean that that's extremely important that you that you stick to those things otherwise you are going to get in trouble relatively quickly patrick what platform are you using So, so I am actually not sending out that many emails, funny enough. I'm, I'm moving more and more towards Facebook groups uh-huh. and, and communicating through Facebook groups. And that's where the future is. Uh, it's in building communities uh, because email, email lists are one-way communication. Uh, Facebook groups is three-way communication because it's not just communication between me back and forth between the members, but it's also communication between the members. And because of that, this three-way communication, you you create this incredibly strong bonding within this tribe, and they feel a belonging to that group that they will never feel for an email list. Does that make sense? Yeah, right. and that's why that's why it's one of the next next stages. And if you can combine an online with an offline, a real-world community, then you have the strongest possible place to market yourself. That's what we, what I'm doing with entrepreneurs in London. Uh, and now we're expanding outside of London under the name of Founder Nation. So on Facebook, we are we are Founder Nation, the Founder Nation group. So, so yeah. So, How much so members? Uh, in the group, we're about two thousand eight hundred. Uh, now, actually, funny What's enough, the profile. What do you mean profile? 
members profile oh so any anyone from people wanting to get into business maybe one day all the way up to extremely successful um multiple uh, you know multiple times entrepreneurs sounds great and what's the structure the structure of our, our facebook group yep are there any q and a's or you know special yeah so of, i i haven't i haven't created that much of a structure from the beginning i i let it be up to the members so i obviously try to post some stuff give some give some content give some tips away but i open up to a lot of questions uh and and, and try to get, engage people with that one of my main ways to communicate with them is also is via facebook lives um and i started doing facebook lives very frequently lately and they just work incredibly well like oh my i mean it's just video and communities that is where you want to go in the future those two things and those two especially those two things combined if combined video with community mm -hmm. that is the sweet spot when you speak about communities what's your opinion regarding paid membership sites they're fantastic i i, I love it um and then do you have one I don't have one currently myself, but I'm, I'm working on one. Um, but why memberships is incredibly important is, is, is the recurring income stream. You want to, as far as you can, or as much as you can, build recurring income streams. Because today, marketing costs are increasing constantly. Click prices are going up. It's getting harder and harder to get attention. So if you, if you don't have a model, a business model where people buy again and again and again it becomes extremely hard to compete Absolutely. so membership sites are fantastic and by the way um facebook is working on something and i think it's actually been released in beta to certain people that you can literally charge you can create content on your facebook wow. page or in the groups that you actually charge for via facebook so it almost creates an own, their own membership sites within Facebook. Wow. And I'm, I'm almost certain that that's going to that's gonna happen at some point. And what do you think? Would it be for free or? I don't you know. We don't, we don't um, know. I, we still I don't doubt know. it. I actually, I doubt it. Um, but, you know, we'll see. I think, I think there was a talk about that it was going to be, they were going to charge a little bit for it. It was not, it was not very much. And I don't think they're going to charge a lot for it. They basically want a lot of people on the platform and they yeah, want sure, to come back. Sure thing. Yeah. Sure thing. And that's, that's their classic model. strategy. Yeah. Any membership site platform we can begin with, or it's not crucial ingredient not not really and i don't think the the platform is so important um and in, in fact this is one of my main things that i talk a lot about is that like people obsess about the platform they come and ask me where should i market myself right because that's my 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 expertise is building irresistible messages marketing sales funnels attracting more leads converting more of them into customers that stay with you forever and they ask me, where should I market myself? And I, I just, every single time I tear, tear, tear my hairs out because it is not about where. It is about the message. If you got the right message, it doesn't matter which platform. Or um, it's, it's not completely true that it doesn't matter. It, in some cases, it can matter somewhat. Okay. 
but you gotta understand let's say you're a singer okay if you're a singer does it really matter what microphone I choose to sing in or does it matter more how my voice is right I'm not gonna make money from the microphone I'm gonna make money from my voice does it make sense and everybody Absolutely. is asking about the damn microphone they're like where should I market myself no it's the message if you become great at creating a message that is irresistible, that it, it stops people in their tracks, catch attention, drives their desire up so much that they just have to respond. That's what it's about. And, and you know, there are people, doesn't matter what platform there is, there's people behind it. And so it's understanding the psychological needs and how to communicate to those needs. That's what is important. And once you find that message, you can advertise in a newspaper or a magazine. You can carry that message personally at a networking event or pitching on a video on YouTube or speaking at an event or creating an ad on Facebook. Doesn't matter. If it works, it works. If it doesn't work, it's not going to work. Like, doesn't matter. If you have a crappy message, doesn't matter which platform you choose, it's going to fail. And what about prerequisites for understanding others? Um, it's a very, very, very long subject, but just, I, <laughs> you could do days and days and days on that. So prerequisite for understanding others is first of all, be interested in other people. And I think that's, that's typically when you start out in business, most people I see going to networking events and, and startups, they're not very interested in their, in their, in their customers. They're interested in themselves. They're interested in making a sale, right? There's, they're short-sighted. And they just want to make a sale. Yes, their level of awareness is not so high. There are focusing issues. You have to start becoming loving people, like really loving people and being fascinated about how it is that we are, we are put together. How does the brain work? Uh, you know, that's kind of the basis of my new book, The New Marketing Manifesto, is uh, the subtitle is How Irrational Marketing is Changing Everything You Know About How to Attract Customers. And... Um, it's lately in the last couple of decades, there are so many studies uh, that have shown that our brain is way more irrational than we previously thought. Come on, take me the hey. Let's go a little bit deeper, amygdala and neurocortex. Sure, sure. So uh, we, we are, well, I mean, it depends on what you're marketing, okay? But most... In most situations, you need to push the buttons on negative emotion instead of positive. And a lot of lot of um, coaches like, well, I'm such a you know, my brand is very positive. I don't like to push the negative button. Well, we're way more driven by fear uh, and pain. Mm. Sure thing. By the way, do you remember Neil Raka model? Sure. Yeah. 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 It's, it's similar. It was 30 years ago or something like that. Sure. Sure, absolutely. The spin selling model. Yeah. So we need to, in more cases than you can imagine, uh, at least test the negative, right? Because we are more willing to get rid of something negative than we are about achieving something positive. So you often want to try to push the fear buttons of something that could happen. And you saw that, especially in the beginning, in the beginning of um uh the the outbreak the covid the outbreak and the lockdown oh my god you know like all the ads was about the sky is gonna fall uh the the uh 
the economy is going to tank. We're going to go into the high, you know, the, the worst recession ever. Uh, and you have to buy my training because otherwise you're not going to survive. You're going to, you know, you're going to be in the street and starve to death, whatever, you know? Um, and it works. It works. I, I didn't actually do it because I typically, I do play in the field because I know it works. But in this situation, I just thought, you know what? In some ways, it's just not ethical. I don't want to. I don't want to push that button more more than what's necessary right now, because I actually don't think that the situation is going to be as horrible as we think. I think we will bounce back relatively soon with our economy. Um, you know, we'll see about that. And I, you know, we are we are quite resilient. And, and when we compare it to how the world was 60, 70, 80 years ago, we, we are way better, like way better off today. So people just sometimes need a little bit of a reality check and, and not get so attached to having an incredible, incredible life. Because that's honestly, that's here in the Western world. We live charmed lives. I mean, just absolutely incredible lives. Absolutely, yeah. and, even, and even if it's a little bit less incredible than usual, it's still freaking incredible. I didn't actually want to push those buttons um, more, more than more than usual, uh, but it does work. Manipulation versus values. Here's my take on on manipulation. Okay, I think manipulation is neither good or bad. Most people can 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 uh, consider manipulation to be bad. There's some bad connotations in in the, in the word manipulation. But if you look it up in a, in a dictionary. There is no good and bad. Manipulare, you go, yes. You go to a, a chiropractor. A chiropractor will manipulate your back. It's Absolutely. out of out of sync. It's out of balance, and the chiropractor will manipulate. And that's actually the 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 the, the medical term. They manipulate the spine in alignment again, right? So is that bad? No, that's really really By good. By the way, is there any sales without some level of manipulation? No, and, and here's the thing. We all manipulate everyone around us every single day. We actually try to manipulate people. This is a, lots of people say, I don't. Okay, do you wear any cologne? Do you shave yourself? Do you buy a nice you know, a suit, a nice dress? Yep. Do you go to the hairdresser? Are those not attempts to appear a certain way and, and uh, affect the uh, opinions so we we all try to manipulate other people around us. So I think it it what makes it good or bad is the intention behind the manipula manipulation. Is the intention for you to make tons of money and don't and not give a shit about other people? Then it's bad. If your okay. intention is and, to make and, tons yeah. of money and then help the world and make a lot of people happy in the process, I think it's really really good. Okay, sure. And what about your business model? So, so I do uh, coaching, consulting, training. I'm going more and more, more towards uh, group coaching and training and masterminds uh, because I'm just a little bit bored with consulting because <clears throat> most of the time it requires <clears throat> sitting, sitting by myself at home and in front of the computer. And, and these days, you know, I've, I've just been sitting in front of the computer for too many years. I don't want to do it anymore. So, uh, but, but that's basically it. So I use the, the meetup group to create the community where I create the, uh, create relationships. It's one of the ways I, I get exposure to people the first time I use Facebook marketing, uh, both paid 
and, uh, and, and group basic engagement in groups, but also paid marketing, uh, leading them to consume some kind of a free training that will lead into a, uh, a strategy session with me of some kind. Excuse me, you're basically defining your funnel now, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Can you start from the scratch? What's your funnel structure? Sure. So for, for many, many years, my beginning of the funnel has been my meetup groups, right? So people join my meetup for free. I would actually love to charge a little bit for it, but meetup stopped that feature uh, a few years ago. They said it was going to come back. Um, if it comes back, I certainly will charge a little bit um, because I just think that it, it just sorts out the most in serious people, if that's a word, people that are not really serious entrepreneurs. Uh, even if you charge as little as, let's say, 20 pounds a year, it will still weed out people that are just not, you know, this shouldn't actually be there. Um, so that's the beginning. They, they join the meetup for free. Then they come to a cheap event. Or at, the, at this point, they come to a free webinar because, because of lockdown. We're not doing events, of course. The pot was empty. The cupboard was bare. I said, Papa, what's the matter here? I'm waiting, son. Is it like your lead magnet or? No, I don't, I don't actually consider my events to be lead magnets. I consider them to be a- Value. Yeah, I, I just, just create value for the community yeah, as, yeah. A way, as a way for them to see that I actually create real good value. And that, mm -hmm. I believe that is the reason why we become the biggest uh, in Europe and the second biggest in the world is that our events just kick ass mm -hmm. because I don't use them as a way to directly make money with, uh, you know, from them. You know, I'm in the long game. I know if people see, oh, I do these fantastic events up front, then they, they know they can trust me. Right. And they'll be right. more interested in my stuff later down the road. So I play the long game with that. So we have networking events, pure networking events where we hang out at a bar. Uh, and then we have speaker events with some of the top, top speakers in, in entrepreneurship. Uh, and again, here in this situation, we do webinars. Um, and so the next step is uh, then I do some talks from time to time where I actually sell, but it's only from time to time. But typically, I'll start engaging with them in the Facebook group, on Facebook. You're Patrick per se, or do you have some VAs, or what's your organizational structure? Yeah, so I have, I have, three, I have, three, virtual, I have three virtual uh, employees. I have one that is uh, basic and admin, doing lots of different stuff. And I have a designer and a videographer. I okay. just, just started the videographer. It's not actually produced anything yet, but is is in the process. I just got that person on board. Okay, so excuse me if, if you can continue with your funnel. Yeah, no worries. And then of yeah. course, and then of course we have, uh, in terms of um, you know organization structure, we have lots of lots of uh, voluntary crew members that helps out at the events. Uh, and that's by the way one of the most kick-ass things for me is to have that crew. We have so much fun. We do a lot of a uh, lot of events outside, you know, social events. We do dinners at my place and Christmas and all kinds of fun stuff. Why they are working like voluntary crew members? Because we we actually do fantastic things. I mean, we really we really make a difference at, for the entrepreneurial community, and we create so great events that people can see that and they can see there's something special going on, and they just want to be part of that. Uh, some also join because they they just want to be part of an inner network. They 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 want to expand their network. Uh, and then some people they join because they want to run events as well and they want to learn from learn from us 
to see how they how they can run good events. So yes, back to the funnel. So at some point, then I will um, I'll give them a freebie. It could be one of my 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 books. It could be a sample. It could be a webinar and whatever I lead them into, and and then I close them at that <clears throat> that one for either free, uh, sorry, a cheap training, or I'll get them into a free um, a free uh, coaching system of some kind, mm -hmm. and then close them on some of my services there or trainings. I'm So regarding the coaching, are your service a high ticket one? Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not a million, but you know it's 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 not cheap either. Uh, I think I'm mm -hmm. like kind of middle, but most people probably consider it high ticket, right? It depends on whether it's the personal or, or it's, it's group. Because I would say my 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 group coachings are typically very very uh, inexpensive for what they get, typically between fifteen hundred two and a half thousand. Uh, but and then I don't really have a price for the personal stuff because that will that's on a per case basis because yeah, sure, there's sure. so many, so many different things, scenarios of how much work I need to put into a, a situation. Of course. By the way, what was your tipping point for, for making uh, those, as you said, fantastic things? The tipping point um, was desperation. Mm -hmm. It was just pure. Like I couldn't stand my life. And I said, well, I have to, I have to do something. And then after I built my first business, you know, I, I messed it up. I sold that because I thought, well, now I'm, I'm just, you know, I, I know everything and I'm so smart that um, I can just snap my fingers and get my success back. But that turned out to be complete BS. I was very, very far from being finished and, and, uh, and ready to like to succeed once again. So I completely messed up my life. I was, very, very close to living on the street for a couple of years. Like it was, I was seriously, seriously in bad, bad shape financially. Um, so, so, so building entrepreneurs in London was also out of desperation in the beginning. It was mm -hmm. just pure, like I didn't have money to market myself. So how do I market yourself if you don't have any money? Well, the only mm -hmm. thing I could think of at that point was uh, creating a meetup group, right? Or creating a networking event and start generating some, uh, some business from that. And uh, so, yeah, so, so actually it's, it's, it's most of the situations is a bit out of pure, pure desperation, either financial desperation or in the first situation, in the first situation, it was emotional desperation. I just, I just couldn't stand my life anymore. I was just felt so stuck uh, that something just had to happen. So if we want to continue with our personal and or business development, where can we find you? So Facebook is my preferred social media platform. So if you want to find me on Facebook, uh, just facebook.com forward slash Patrick M power, M like in mother. Um, and you can, you know, you find me in all the social media platforms that made you want Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram under the name Patrick M powers. Uh, and then of course on uh, meetup, meetup.com forward slash entrepreneurs in London. And uh, my personal website, where they can actually go and get a sample of my new book, on patrickmpowers.com. What I would like to give to the uh, to the audience here listening is a sample of my new book. It's called the New Marketing Manifesto, uh, and it really is covering some pretty groundbreaking stuff in there. One of the chapters that you're going to get for free 
uh, is called How to Get uh, the Marketing Idea of a Century, right? And it's about something called the big selling idea, which not very many people know about. It's actually kind of a hidden secret in the, in the top, uh, top leagues of marketing gurus. And basically, it will allow you to, to completely stand out and look new and fresh and exciting in a marketplace, even if you're doing completely the same as your competitors, right? So you go to patrickmpowers.com and then just click under the book uh, and go and get the book, uh, the free book sample. Thank you, Patrick, so much for sharing details regarding your personal life, your business life, your your life journey and everything you do at the moment. You're welcome. It was exciting to be here. Thanks, Martin. Twenty-first century entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. Oh, no.